My name is Keila Fowler, and this is the Loves to Chat podcast. I'm the founder and CEO of a makeup education company called 85 Beauty, but I have a lot of identities. And since they're all going to be running wild here, let me introduce you to some of them. Daughter, friend, sister, aunt, former teacher, makeup artist, geriatric millennial. Oh, why do they even call us that? And so much more. On the Loves to Chat podcast, I'm going to be talking about the hopes and dreams we had for our lives as kids and how we reconcile them with the adult lives we currently live day to day. If you're ready to have some company as you go on the grocery run, wash the dishes, commute to work, are we still doing that? Or wherever you find yourself, let's chat. to chat. Ooh, we are getting into a tough discussion today, but it is necessary. I've been working on how I wanted to approach this conversation, and I finally came together with the points that I wanted to have for myself as well as share with you. So have you ever had to break up with a friend? You may not have expected that that's what we were going to be talking about because I purposely made the title a little ambiguous because there are so many of us breaking up with people in romantic relationships, but I think friendship breakups are something that we most need to talk about because I have had to break up with a friend. I've been broken up with as a friend and it's hard. Right. If you spend any amount of time in the personal development space, you've heard about the need for having tough conversations, courageous conversations, whether it be around race, finances, inequity, or wait for it, feelings. There's a benefit to confronting tough conversations to get to a place of truth and resolution. But that also requires modeling and practice. How do you have tough conversations that honor the other person's feelings and humanity while also being able to speak honestly about yourself and your own feelings? If no one's ever modeled that for you and you haven't had opportunities to practice, to make mistakes, to try again, it can be really challenging. And even if you have, it can still be really, really challenging. Many of us have had experiences when someone has simply stopped returning our calls or avoided our text messages, stopped reaching out altogether, or suddenly became super evasive. They were always busy when you were trying to make plans with them. And many of us have been the one to do those things, probably in an effort to slowly distance ourselves from someone that we no longer want to be in relationship with. The first question that comes to mind is one that I don't have an answer to, and I'm curious if you have an answer for it yourself, which is this, what's better, the slow fade or the direct breakup? I believe the answer is different for everyone. 
So what I'll do is I'll speak about myself. Personally, at this time in my life, I prefer a direct breakup. I don't think I would have said that maybe 10 years ago. I don't believe I've always practiced that. In fact, I know I have not always practiced that. Who am I kidding? But I do really prefer a direct breakup. And I think that's probably been true for at least the last five or so years of my life. One of my best friends often describes me as living my life in black and white. I'm either in or I'm out. I don't like the gray area at all. And they're totally right about that. I prefer to know where I stand and be clear with others about where they stand with me. It's simpler. It allows me to be able to fully engage the way that I want to with the people that I care about and that I'm in a relationship with and to have the door closed on those who I'm not in relationship with and to not spend any emotional and mental energy trying to figure out what's going on, where are we, where do we stand. I really have grown exhausted of that practice. But I haven't always felt equipped to know how to communicate that, how to communicate that I really want to directly either be in or out. I don't always feel equipped to communicate that now. I think that I do a better job of it now than I have in the past. And my goal is to continue to get better at that and more compassionate at that and to do the best that I can. But when I have, when I have been able to have a direct breakup or experience a direct breakup, there have been some benefits and that's what I am most excited for us to discuss. So if you are currently able to go to Instagram, I want you to go to at loves to chat, come to the podcast page and I want you to leave a comment on the post about today's episode. I want you to share whether or not some of these benefits have been true for you as well. And then of course, I have like a final question at the end of the episode as per usual that I want you to answer. If you are currently driving or your hands are in dishwater because you're doing the dishes, which is typically, those are the, my two favorite times to listen to podcasts. No worries. When you get a chance, come on over to Instagram and let's, let's get in conversation because I really want us to talk about these topics. But these are some of the, these are the three benefits that have come from direct breakups with friends. The first one is this. We can both move on with clarity. This isn't the movie Hitch with Will Smith and Eva Mendes, which I love that movie. It's fantastic. But if someone breaks up with me or I break up with them, the message isn't try harder, stupid. That's not what either person is trying to communicate. If you initiate a breakup with a friend or if somebody initiates a breakup with you, it's a definitive cut. We aren't connected anymore. We can both move on. That's the clear, that's the clarity piece is that we can both move on. We don't have to pour anything more into this relationship. We do not have to question or wonder whether or not we need to put in more effort. It's done. 
Now that doesn't mean that feelings stop. Sorry if you could hear the uh, sirens in the background. <laughs> but just because that clarity, right, that, that cut has happened, that doesn't mean that feelings stop in that instant or there aren't ever memories that we think back on fondly. What it does mean is that we're both now clear on where we stand, which is not together anymore. Not equally invested in a friendship anymore. Not in an active relationship anymore. It's done. The second benefit is that you get to reconnect with your own intuition. Have you noticed that when you stop considering someone else's opinion, you get a clearer idea of what you truly think, feel, and desire? Think about dinner. Let's say you had a standing Tuesday night date a la Taylor Swift and Nobody No Crime, but instead of Olive Garden, the restaurant of choice would vary. So every Tuesday night, you go out to dinner with this particular friend. And you all know that when we're going out to dinner with somebody else, someone has to initiate the what do you want to eat conversation or throw an idea out there for confirmation or rejection, right? Sushi sound good to you? And if you all are not incredibly decisive, this can be an infuriating conversation, which personally for me, it definitely is. I, when it comes to most things, but specifically food, I do not want to have a long conversation about it. I want us to make a choice, move on. I just, I just want to get to the eating part. Let's focus on our priorities here. But I just recognized that when it's just you, the question becomes about your own thoughts and feelings and desires. Do I want to stay in and cook or do I want to order from that Thai place or do I want cereal because cereal should be an entire food group in and of itself, isn't it? Did we not all agree on that? And sometimes cereal is the answer. A lot of times cereal is the answer. After a friend breakup, you start to notice how entrenched that person has become in your own decision making and probably you've become in theirs as well, right? How often do you chat about things? How often do you refer to each other for feedback? Do you challenge each other's thinking? When you disconnect from someone after a friend breakup, you can probably, you probably have, because I've experienced this, where your instinct is to pick up the phone to text that person or to call that person or FaceTime or whatever to connect in some way because you're used to, oh, you won't believe this thing that happened or let me tell you about this. Hey, I'm thinking of doing this because as friends, that's what we do. We check in, we chat, we consider, we are invested in each other's ideas and decisions and what we're doing in our lives. But when you no longer have that in a friend because you are no longer friends with that person per the breakup, that question comes right back around to you. And so you get to reconnect with yourself. You get to ask yourself, what do I think about this? 
You get to challenge yourself. Is this really the best idea or is there a better solution out there? Probably there is no better solution than cereal, but perhaps there is. And it's worth considering with yourself. Number three. And I know that this isn't always true for you if you're the person being broken up with. It is going to feel that way over time. But if you are the person breaking up for certain, this is going to be one of the benefits. And it's that relief that it's over. And I am saying that both parties will feel this at some point. I don't believe that they happen at the same time. But both parties could feel the tension or the disconnect in the friendship. Whether it was months of frustration and disappointment or one major blow up that ended up being a deal breaker for one person or the other, it wasn't pleasant for either of you. It was hard. It was frustrating. It was upsetting. It was potentially hurtful, right? But there was negative and not negative as in we're growing, but negative as in like this sucks, right? Negative feelings and experiences going on in this friendship. And now that it's over, you don't have to live in that tension anymore. You get to welcome peace back into your heart, back into your life, and you get to move forward. Now, I'm not saying that any of these benefits are immediate or even guaranteed. There have been friend breakups that I've experienced that have been incredibly hurtful and confusing. I've examined in my head over and over, what went wrong? Could we have fixed it? What part did I play? But ultimately, if someone doesn't want to be in my life anymore, or I don't want to be in their life anymore, it's a pretty, it's a pretty definitive inv- invitation to walk away. I'm going to say that again because I tripped over my words. It happens. But I think that part is really important. Ultimately, If someone doesn't want to be in my life anymore, or I don't want to be in their life anymore, that is a pretty definitive invitation to walk away. There's a scene in the movie, Eat, Pray, Love. No, I never read the book. Just let it be. But there's a scene in that movie where Julia Roberts' character is missing her ex and the friend that she's talking to about still loving him and missing him, says, so miss him. Send him some light and love every time you think of him, then drop it. By the way, yes, I included a link to a clip of it from YouTube. It's in the show notes. So if you want to go and watch that clip, super helpful. And I always think about that scene because when I first saw it, it simplified something for me. And Like I said, it's something I go back to time and time again because that movie came out quite a while ago. And this is what it cleared up for me. This is what it simplified for me and continues to do. It's okay to still feel, but that doesn't mean you have to or should do anything about it. It isn't an excuse to reach out or to try to reconnect, 
or to prolong the suffering by being rejected again or engaging in a brand new argument and therefore having friend breakup part two. It's okay to feel your feelings, but that doesn't mean you have to do anything. You miss your friend, so miss them. Send them some light and love every time you think of them and then drop it. And who knows, perhaps over time, you learn some things about yourself and you're able to apply those things to your current and your new friendships. You get better at communicating when you're frustrated. You get better at asking for what you need, communicating your disappointment, resolving conflict instead of letting it fester and bubble, being able to have an uncomfortable moment that is minutes long to say, wow, you hurt my feelings. And for the other person to say, wow, I'm so sorry, I'll do better. And for that to be minutes instead of months of harboring frustration and disappointment and bad feelings and holding it in and then having a blow up, a blow up about it in the future because you weren't equipped to just have the tough conversations in the moment as they came up so that you can get to a better place. Maybe from those breakups, the greatest benefit we take is learning and lessons that we are able to apply to our current and our new friendships. And uh uh-oh, did we just grow? Okay, it's your turn. Like I said before, I want you to hop over to Instagram. The, um, the channel, the, the, (laughs) what am I even talking about? On Instagram, the page is at loves to chat. That is our profile. And this is the question that we are talking about specifically. What is one takeaway that you've carried with you after a friend breakup? It could be a lesson in what to do better, a benefit from closing out the relationship or a realization about the relationship after being broken up with or initiating the breakup yourself. We will leave names out of it to protect both the innocent and the guilty. Though none of us are really innocent in this, are we? I have loved this conversation. Can't wait to talk to you all more. And I will see you, hear you, listen to you all next week in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Loves to Chat podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you like to listen. Give a comment on this episode and let me know what resonated with you, made you laugh, or is going to have you thinking for the rest of the day. Follow me on Instagram at Loves to Chat and at Keela Fowler, spelled K-E-E-L-A-F-O-W-L-E-R. Now let's go out there and live our lives in such a way that it would make the little kids in us proud. I'll see you next week.